The Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. So they came to Jericho, and as Jesus and his disciples um, and a large crowd were leaving Jericho, Bartimaeus, son of Timaeus, a blind beggar, was sitting by the roadside. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many sternly ordered him to be quiet. But he cried out even more loudly, Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stood still and said, Call him here. And they called the blind man, saying to him, Take heart, get up. He's calling you. So, throwing off his cloak, he sprang up and came to Jesus. And then Jesus said to him, Well, what do you want me to do for you? And the blind man said to him, My teacher, let me see again. Jesus said to him, Go, your faith has made you well. Immediately he regained his sight and followed him on the way. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. You'll notice that's a different story than the one we shared with the kids. Just a, just a note. You know, when the Apostle Paul was in a lot of pain, he prayed to God to remove that pain from him. Three times he asked God to take it away when finally God replied and said, my grace is sufficient for you, for power is made perfect in weakness. Let us pray. God, as we receive your word, give us new eyes to see our own weaknesses and struggles as pathways to strength. And may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable and pleasing to you, our rock and redeemer. Amen. Bartimaeus. I love this guy. This is one of my all-time favorite stories in the gospel. Because here's a guy who by all accounts was known for what he did not have. Namely, his sight, right? We know him by his vulnerability. Probably the way that everyone described him in his own time was You know, Bartimaeus, the the son of Timaeus, the blind beggar, the guy sitting by this road. We know him by his vulnerabilities. He's not Bartimaeus, the guy with great hair. Maybe he had great hair. He's not Bartimaeus, the guy with a beautiful voice. He could have had a beautiful voice. He's not 
And, you know, maybe Bartimaeus happened to, to really be into songbirds. He could be. We don't know. The Bible doesn't say he wasn't into songbirds. Maybe Bartimaeus was really into songbirds. He knew all about their migrations. He knew what the songbirds ate. He knew their unique personalities. You've never met someone who can tell you more about Palestine's birds. But when somebody was trying to describe Bartimaeus, they never said, the guy who knows all about the songbirds. And have you ever heard him sing? And by the way, great hair. No, he was Bartimaeus, the blind beggar who sits by the side of the road. Oh yeah, we know him. The guy who can't see, can't get a job, can't afford to buy his own food, doesn't have any family willing to help him stay off the streets. We meet Bartimaeus, and the first thing we learn about him is how vulnerable he is. So who are the people that we know by their vulnerabilities? People from Afghanistan? Oh, refugees. How long will it take for them to be more than that? The veteran that I passed on the way to church this morning, standing by the side of the road with a sign, Asking for money, you might know the guy. The women who sometimes hang out around the church, the ones trapped in human trafficking, you know. Who are the people that we know by their vulnerabilities, by what they lack, by what they endure to survive? Bartimaeus. The gospel makes sure we at least know his name. Bartimaeus, it means son of Timaeus in Aramaic. Bar means son of, and his dad was Timaeus. So he was Bar Timaeus, son of Timaeus. And ironically, Timaeus means I value or I honor now, I've got so many questions then about Timaeus, about Bartimaeus's dad. Like, where is he? The honoring one. Is he alive? If he is alive, what in the world happened that he and his family are not helping support his blind son? It's important enough that Mark not only wants us to remember Bartimaeus, but also remember who his father was. Why? Maybe because it's another reminder of what Bartimaeus had, but lost. He was somebody's son. But now, well, he is the blind beggar sitting by the side of the road. What happened? We meet Bartimaeus, and the first things we know about him is all that he doesn't have. A family to keep him off the streets. He doesn't have his sight. He doesn't have money. But the wonderful thing about Bartimaeus is that he clearly sees way more than what people see in him. You know, Bartimaeus, like most of us, I don't think he woke up one day and said, you know, I sure hope that I face some great struggles in life so that I can discover my strengths. We don't say that. But he lost his sight, and he lost his family, and he lost the means to work 
for a living, but he did not lose his dignity. And through all of that adversity, he honed his strengths. River Zoe, is that what we do with rocking chairs? No, ma'am. Thank you. Um, Mom is in Charlotte, and the babysitter is sick. In Charlotte, North Carolina, so some long-haul parenting going on here. But he didn't lose his, his dignity. And through all that adversity, Bartimaeus honed his strengths. And then we all get to see it that day that Jesus came to Jericho. Everything we learn about Bartimaeus makes us aware of his vulnerabilities, but everything Bartimaeus does demonstrates his strength and his courage and his power. My grace is sufficient for you, for power is made perfect in weakness. First, though he could not see, and though there was a huge crowd coming down the road, Bartimaeus heard Jesus. He had no idea what he looked like, but he knew what hope sounds like. And he heard Jesus. He heard him somehow among this crowd, among this noise and commotion. He had the power to hear Jesus. Next, Bartimaeus began to shout. He couldn't see where Jesus was, but he knew he was there, and he had the power of his voice. He shouted out into the chaos, into the commotion of the crowd. And then Bartimaeus demonstrated his most incredible strength, and that was his faith. He believed that Jesus was more than just some nice guy who did miracles. Bartimaeus shouted, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Others had to see Jesus to believe. But such was the strength of Bartimaeus, he only needed to hear to know that hope had arrived. And not just hope for a few bucks, but hope for mercy, a soul-level hope. Bartimaeus was the only person in the gospel to call Jesus son of David, which was the name given to the one long-awaited, the one who would come to save his people. Bartimaeus calls out to Jesus not as a beggar, but as a believer. Bartimaeus, son of Timaeus, called to Jesus, son of David. From one vulnerable son to another, deep calls to deep. Bartimaeus knows in his heart his kinship with Jesus, and that is that this man isn't just a healer, he's a savior. And my favorite thing about Bartimaeus is his hard-headed, open-hearted determination. Mark takes the time to expand the story of the blind beggar because Bartimaeus is so much more than that. He has a name. He was somebody's son. He could hear what others had to see to believe. 
He had a voice and he used it to call out for what he needed. He began to shout out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And then what did others do? They sternly ordered him to be quiet. But what did he do? He cried out even more loudly, son of David, have mercy on me. And because he refused to follow directions, he refused to keep quiet, to know his place, to be polite, because he cried out even more loudly for mercy. Well, Jesus stopped stuck still in his tracks. Call him here. Call him here, ordered our Lord. Jesus was moved by more than pity, more than compassion. No one had ever called him that before. Son of David. No one had ever called him by his kingly name. Because no one had ever seen that it was he. No one except blind Bartimaeus. So what if weakness isn't something to be overcome? God helps our vulnerabilities, helps us through our vulnerabilities, discover a pathway to strength and to hope, to faith, and to power. Bartimaeus didn't have sight, but perhaps that led him to have the greater ability to hear. Perhaps not being able to depend on what he could see, he developed a greater strength in trusting what he could not see. You know, it's been said there's no need for sight when you have vision. Bartimaeus showed faith where even Jesus' closest disciples struggled. I like what scholar Brene Brown says about vulnerability. She, she wrote that vulnerability is having the courage to show up and be seen when we have no control over the outcome. She says vulnerability is then not weakness, but it is our greatest measure of courage. Bartimaeus leaned into his vulnerability, exuding courage in the face of people literally trying to shut him down. He showed up. And he demanded to be seen having no control of the outcome. We know him as blind Bartimaeus because blindness was his vulnerability. But Jesus saw him as courageous and faithful. And it was his courageous truth-telling that stopped Jesus in his tracks. So today we're concluding our sermon series, Speaking of Heaven. When Jesus talks about heaven, it can be surprising because the characteristics of the kingdom of God are so much different than what we've been conditioned to value. We value power and we are ashamed of weakness. But Jesus shows us that someone like like Bartimaeus is not weak, but strong and courageous in the picture of faithfulness. Jesus teaches us and shows us that in the kingdom of God, our weaknesses are not to be feared, but in the hands of God, weakness becomes strength. Adversity fuels toughness and determination. Jesus showed his power not in the strength of an army or with great wealth, but in his suffering on the cross. 
His humanity was his greatest vulnerability, but through his death, he showed us God's power, power to conquer death and open the way for all of us to eternal life. Lex Gillette is an Olympic long jumper. Lex Gillette, what a name. Love that name. So Lex, he takes off running as fast as he can, and then he leaps 22 feet through the air. 22 feet. That's like from there, maybe to where you are. I mean, 22 feet. He jumps. It's incredible. But you know what else is incredible about Lex Gillette, in addition to his amazing name, in his 22 feet long jump? Lex is completely blind. He's completely blind. He lost his sight when he was a kid. And then he discovered the long jump. And then he became an Olympian. I want you to imagine what Lex does. He runs as fast as he can into complete darkness. And then he leaps through the air. He flies in the dark. I mean, imagine running as fast as you can with your eyes closed and then jumping. When Lex is doing the long jump, his coach stands at the end of the course and he claps and he yells and Lex runs towards the sound. And right before Lex gets to his coach, the coach steps aside and Lex launches himself through the air. His blindness could be his weakness, but it's not. He runs as fast as he can toward his greatest vulnerability. And then he shows incredible courage, strength, and power. It was Lex who said, that there is no need for sight when you have vision. He said that relates to everyone. Lex said it's not our sight that determines our success. He says it's the ability to see a vision and do everything in your power to bring it to fruition. And God is right there with us, calling that power forth from us. What Lex has is inside of each of us. And what his coach does, standing right in front of him, calling and clapping, well, that's what Jesus does for us all. Inviting us to run, not from the darkness, but through the darkness. To lean into our fear and vulnerability, and then to lunge towards his love. And in so doing, we discover that our greatest vulnerabilities and fears, well, we don't need to fear them at all because they are pathways to faith and to strength and to power. Like Lex's coach, at the sound of Bartimaeus shouting, Jesus stood still and said, call him here. And you know what Bartimaeus did? He threw off his cloak He sprang up and he ran through the dark to Jesus. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.